welcome to episode three of Higher Education, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons Strixhaven Universe original campaign uh, with a bunch of queers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> um, without further ado, uh, let's let's meet one of those queers. Uh, C, why don't you introduce yourself and tell people who I, you're playing? I'm- I would just be so happy to do that. Uh, hello, this is episode three, uh, and I'm C, episode three for C. Uh, you can use they, them pronouns for me because those are what my pronouns are. And you can find me on the internet at Pie Sharp Art, uh, making very trans, very gay art. Tonight, I am playing your beloved little freak of the hour, Ecstasy, who also uses they, them pronouns, who is a dragonborn tiefling rogue ranger. That's four things instead of three, but I tried my best. And I will pass it over to Humna. Ah, yes. Uh, hello. I was not prepared. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Humna. I use any and all pronouns, and I am a TTRPG performer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at hshahid underscore and other places, possibly at that same ad. I don't know. We're figuring it out. Uh, today, I will be playing Jaisha, uh, who uses they, Ray pronouns, and Jaisha is an Earth Genasi sorcerer blood hunter. And I will pass it over to, I almost said your character name, Drak. Hi, I'm Draconix, or Drac for short. I use he, they pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Draconix, D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-E-S. And today I'm playing Barugash, or Baru for short. Um, they use she, he, they pronouns. And they also, I guess, pilot, control, take care of uh, uh, a construct named, or nickname star. Um, and they're a little weirdo i guess but in their own different way <laughs> um I'm, I'm very excited for episode three we're going down a wormhole that's good that's a good idea um <laughs> i'm gonna throw it over to yes three i'm gonna throw it over to connie hey everyone i'm connie my pronouns are they he and she fun fact about my pronouns uh is one time i was on tiktok i was scrolling i saw someone's comment uh on like a tiktok i was tagged in being like oh my god i love connie's takes um they he she always has such interesting things to say and i was like that's a really funny way to use my pronouns That's, I mean, you're not wrong, and I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the effort. Um, I am playing Mystagogue, Stag, Zua Graves, uh, They, She, Goliath, Barbarian tonight on higher education. And I'm wearing this shirt for her. This is my Beast of the East uh, rugby shirt oh. back from when I played when I was a rugger. Uh, a rugger? Is that what we call uh, ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that actually what rugby players are called? I'm not for, in the I, not I, played, I played. Uh, I played for two semesters. Yeah, and I I, I never let anyone forget it. Uh, and I, I scored, a, I've never scored a try in my life, but I have tackled people. I tackled someone once at Beast. Um, Connie telling on themselves. Uh, shut it. Oh Silence. Silence. Connie, I never uh, scored a try, Chung. I'll be honest, no offense, but I think calling yourself Ruggers gave that away before you even said that. Listen, uh, listen, <laughs> listen. Um, there should be... I can't. Well, can I say that? Well, I'm going to say it, uh, which is there's, the you know, the funny saying of like the better you are at bowling, the worse you are at eating pussy. I'm going to apply that to rugby. So the is worse that you are saying? Rugby, no, that I've can't be. No, no, that can't be a saying. That can't be real. You're making that well, shit up. Like this is the energy. What are you saying? <laughs> You're making that shit up. Gonna, also, also, I feel like yeah, I feel like rugby I'm players do get pussy. pussy. I don't know. I've rugby in my life. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> 
speaking of which, Liv, take it away. <laughs> okay, um, Connie, I just want you to know that you're seen because in high school, I was a cheerleader for like summer break. So. Oh no. That's like. Oh no. <laughs> Hey, it's like around Halloween, so I was only officially a cheerleader for a few months um, before I was bullied off the squad. <laughs> but uh, I never let anybody fucking forget it that I was a cheerleader, um, and I'm right for that. And that's that's that. Anyway, hi, I'm right for that. <laughs> um, I am Liv. I use the she/they pronouns. You can find me on the internet at Live in a Day. I will be playing Ciro, who uses they/them pronouns and is our um fairy warlock of the group. And I'm very excited to be here. A little hyper, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> the energy today is uh, is immaculate. <laughs> Um, and I'm Vanna. Um, I've never played rugby, but one time I was in a fight club. <laughs> Hold that on. Hello? Me, me too, so Vanna? You can't talk about it. I okay, see, okay. see, I never played rugby, but I, but I played flag football all throughout middle school and high school. I've so played I rugby that. for like six years of my life. I know Drex's work history is off the wall. How good were you? <laughs> I was fully a jock in high school, yeah. 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 So I went to college. She so did track, right? I did. I was I was a track star. Everyone, C's femurs are longer than the Yellow River. They are they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're so, Hello? Hello? So peculiar thing what to are say. You <laughs> femurs and yellow river are so specific. Honestly, I'm just yeah. trying to get someone who will re- compare my femurs to a river as well. That's what I'm looking for. Look Let's at that shit. It's <laughs> yeah. Wait, can you stand it's on so your long. chair? I would like no, to. Don't. Oh, you're gonna get no, 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 no. You'll roll, you'll roll. <laughs> There we go. Man, those are some long feet. <laughs> wow. Longer than the Yellow are, River, apparently. Actually. Yellow River who? God. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've already lost control. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's completely it's my fault. Hurting it's, not these cats. fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. I think everybody's feeling a type of way today and I'm not. And I am not the one to get in the way. So we're going to embrace it. Um, but yeah, I'm fan. I'm going to be your GM producer, all the stuff today. Um, and, uh, I need to talk to you about a few things before we get started. Uh, first and foremost, I want to talk to you about our sponsors. I just want to point sponsors in the chat to get uh, a sexy look at all of those. Uh, we are presented by Penny Dragon Games. And then this episode is sponsored by a host of amazing, uh, companies that are, um, are, Excited to support indie content and and fresh stories and whatever is happening in today's episode. <laughs> the, That's other, a separate category. the other thing I want to talk to you about is every episode we have a goal. If we hit that goal, it will unlock an extra bonus scene. Y'all have unlocked it the past two episodes. Thank you so much. Uh, and because of that, we'll have a bonus episode at the. Uh, a bonus scene at the end of this episode um and we had a bonus scene at the end of last episode you can check it out on the vod um and you can check out info about our cast at any point at exclamation point cast in the chat and uh, go follow all their social medias because they're all up to some amazing things um and 
uh, you can check out some of our content warnings here. Um, we, this isn't a, a complete list as it grows as we uh, create the content, but currently um, higher education may contain themes of fantasy, violence, and gore, trauma, psychological abuse, death, and bullying. Uh, so please take care of yourselves and step away if you need to. We absolutely want you to uh, prioritize your health and comfort first and foremost. And then if you want to catch up on the the past episodes, you can find written write-ups over on our wiki, uh, which we use Obsidian Portal for that. And you can also now catch us in podcast form. I don't have a command for that because I didn't think about it. But if you follow us on Twitter, um, then you can uh, check out the podcast. It should be on like everything except Google Podcasts because Google Podcasts is just taking their time uh, thinking about it. They're, they're thinking, you know, and honestly they should, they should maybe listen to an episode first before they give us a full reign of their, of their platform. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, all I've got, I believe. Uh, so yeah, support us, uh, support our goal and check out our sponsors and, uh, anything else y'all or we'll, we'll jump into it. All right, let's do it. We return to a ruined Aerojunt field. All five of you are leaning over a gaping hole in the center of it, peering down into the darkness and stealing yourselves uh, to dive in to those depths. And there's a tremble in the ground and almost like an aftershock that causes all of you to lose your balance in a very finite, insignificant way. But being in the position that you are, it is sort of a breath-stealing, heart-pounding half a second. Um, and as your the pounding of your hearts against your rib, cra- rib cages slows, you begin to enact your plan for your dissension. What are y'all gonna do to get down in that hole? Stag. I'm just gonna say, uh, Stag is just has tied a rope to like a piece of broken rock by the lip of the hole and is just gonna start rappelling her way down for as far as down as the rope will take her, which is 50 feet. Okay. What is everybody else doing? We're ex sincere. Go ahead, Drac. It's all you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you see Bari kind of like scrambling up onto Star's back. And without any rope, they haven't taken any rope, any back for anything. They just walk to the edge and step off. And I cast Levitate on me, on, on Star. And I'm just going to slowly levitate myself down. Okay. Uh... And you just see a shimmering gold for a moment. As you see the sigil appear and then Indraconic say Levitate and then that just dissipates. And then we start just levitating downwards just gonna how long does that last for 10 minutes and i can move 30 feet every six seconds so okay whatever. cool That's uh and you're able to you you're able to cast it on both of you i'm able to cast it on um i'm going to cast it on star and i'm just going to climb on star's back oh i see um yeah <laughs> um are you climbing like you're her backpack or you're her koala baby backpack okay cool <laughs> <laughs> uh so that's what stag and bar are doing uh x what were you thinking 
I think X takes out two daggers from just like the side pockets of their vest. Um, and I'm going to kind of use it like reverse ice picks, uh, or like ice picks when you're climbing up an icy mountain mm-hmm. that they're just going to like shove the, uh, daggers into the ground and start climbing down that way. We also got climbing equipment, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I do believe we found some. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> does X care? No. <laughs> Zero looks at everything that everybody has done, fully knowing that they took the time to go get climbing equipment for everybody else, despite the fact that they can fly. And they're just going to look at these shenanigans and go, mm-hmm. Great. Jaisha, and just <laughs> shove everything at Jaisha and just fly down. <laughs> so Thank you, Zero. Uh, for what it's worth, I don't have another way of getting down there, so I do actually appreciate this. Sierra's gonna hover over the hole, turn, look at Jaisha, but say very loudly, very pointedly, Of course, Jaisha, I am so happy that I could get equipment that could assist those who are incapable of flying or propelling on their own safely. You know, it's the things I do for people. I think Jaisha also raises rare voice um, as they kind of say, yeah, and I really appreciate all of the effort that you put into it, you know, Uh, thank you, Ciro, as they start to sort of like, um, like, tie similar to stag like tie the end onto a rock and start to repel themselves down as they are climbing down um i'm also going to cast light because i assume this hole is dark um dark hole yes yeah and i don't know if everybody has dark vision so uh jisha's just going to cast light in case to help us see our way down um when you do zero very very pointedly again wow Jaisha, thank you for turning on a light and helping everyone see. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Jaisha. I could see. Can you guys hurry up already? I'm like halfway down this hole. <laughs> um, okay, what I need from everybody is a um a DC check of whatever ability you think is fitting for how you're getting down there. Do I need to, since I'm just flying? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, can I have an advantage because I'm using a tool? Because <laughs> I'm using a rope? Mm, no. I'm not just like a bear rocking it. Okay, that's fine. No. <laughs> it's a stretch. Can um, I? Or go ahead. I'm just thinking intelligence because it's my spell casting modifier, and that's what I used to do is just cast this spell. Sure. I'm going to use dexterity because this is part of Ciro's <laughs> physiology. Mm-hmm. So I think that's only. Yep. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to use acrobatics. I'm also going uh, acrobatics. Uh, I got a 19 for athletics. All right. Yeah. You, you do not encounter a problem. Um, I got a 17 for acrobatics. Oh, no. <laughs> X also good. <laughs> um I went with Arcana since everyone's using skills. Um and I got a 27. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um I, you got, I a, got 10? a 10. All right. I got a 10. And Jaisha got a 4. Humna, For please? athletics in case that matters. Oh, well, you tell me, Hamna. 
what goes wrong? I think Jaisha is not a climber. This is not something that they've really done that often before. Uh, They have no need to. And so I don't think that they fully understand the appropriate way to tie off like the end of your equipment, the way that Stag had. I think Ray watched Stag do it and just was kind of like, I could I could probably replicate that. Uh, And so they, they tried on their own to do it. And I don't think they did it appropriately. And the further down that Jaisha goes, the more that they're really just tugging on the top part of it until eventually it comes loose. And I think Jaisha starts to free fall. Oh my God. Down the, down the hole. Um, I love that. So you hear this just like, you know, yelp from Jaisha as, as everything just falls apart. Um, Liv, what goes wrong for Ciro? Um, Hmm. I mean, I've been describing Ciro as, like, flying a a lot lately, and they've been, like, racing and running around. Um, And I do think that is, like, their primary way of maneuvering. Like, if you could fly, why wouldn't you? But I think, like, any... It's like going on a really long hike, right? Like, your body does get tired after a while. And I think with everything that's been going on, um, Ciro hasn't realized like how physically exhausted they actually are. So I think that's kind of what happens. And it's just like, just the wings start slowing down and they're trying to keep it up, but I don't think it's working. So <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. like a, not like a, a, a absolute drop, <clears throat> but more of like a, an mm-hmm, uncertainty mm-hmm. to her movements and a, a maybe a yeah. jerkiness, like falling and then catching herself and. Yeah, and yeah. they might actually like run into a wall at some point, just like trying to hold on. <laughs> it's I don't like, know. It's like a bird with an injured wing kind of situation. Yes. Um, yes. The three of you who made your checks, um, I think Baru got the highest. So Baru, yeah. you you can catch this as you are very stable in your own m- movements. Uh, what um, do you, what if anything do you do to assist uh, your comrades? How many of us the Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I see this happen. And I'm just like, oh no. And I'm going to like let go start and free fall as well. So I'm close enough to Jaysha and I'm going to cast feather fall on all of us. Um, just as a precaution. And it just happens. It's not concentration. It lasts for a minute and I can hit up to five people. So as I'm like kind of just free falling for like probably like a second or two. Um, you see me say something in Draconic and around my mouth, Sigil appears, and then you see in Draconic Feather Fall, and then it splits off into five pieces and coats all of us, except for um, Stark, a Star still hit with Levitate, so it's fine. But everyone else is covered in this golden shimmer and it dissipates, and they feel lighter um, than usual. And yeah, now if anyone falls or is currently falling, they will fall, they will slow down to 60 feet per round, which is 60 feet per second. And they take no falling damage when they land on, when they land. Perfect. Um, now if everybody could give me a straight roll. D20. Just I can't do that. I'm not actually. straight. Gabe rolls <laughs> you, only. This is a queer game. You said it yourself, Anna. Oh, I'm, I was like, what do you mean you can't do it? <laughs> 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 Rut row. No 16. one here. I got a six. My turn. So sorry, 18 misread it. 
Uh, I heard Liv's got an 18. Connie's got a 6. C's got a 4. 14. I've got a 19. Um, okay, yeah, I just think uh, the 2 under 10. Something uh, interferes with the spell, uh, and it stops working on the two of you. What what happens, oh. or what does that look like? Uh, Stag was still climbing. Uh, didn't need the spell to get down. I think at this point she'd re- reached the bottom of the 50-foot rope um, and is holding on to the rock-grossed, slime-coated wall with one hand and is using the other to basically like send a ripple up the rope because uh, she's tied the knot in such a way that she she's done this a ton of times. She grew up on a mountain. Um, so she sends a ripple up the rope to basically like lasso it off of the top so she can keep the rope with her. Um, like, And as like the rope starts coming down, she's like holding it up. Like, like, sort of turning it into like a circle, uh, and then holding it as like a, yeah, kind of like she's cowboy in it. Uh, like it comes, it ripples all the way down, and she like catches it, and it's formed sort of like a series of hoops, kind of like a Wonder Woman kind of lasso situation uh, that she drapes over her shoulder, and as she's like still like there clutching onto the rock when this golden feather lightweight uh, feeling floods through her body. Uh, Baru, you know I don't need this, right? I'm fine by myself. Yeah, but I could get everyone. It would have been a waste of a spell if I didn't. Ah, you know, it's it's fine. I can I can take care of it. And I think what the magic disruption looks like is Stag resists it. Uh, she's not a willing creature here. Uh, so she basically yeah. just sort of like sh- literally shrugs it off and like the golden sparkles off of her shoulders. I love that. Uh, what about X? X is not expecting to have a spell cast on them, so I think similarly, like, I think their tail kind of floats, like, the feather fall, and it's, like, doing this behind them for a second as the magic takes hold. Um, and then they also kind of shudder. Like, they don't like the feeling of magic getting onto them, uh, and as they shudder, uh, this little, like, almost fire spark kind of, like, runs down their body, similarly to how their entire body erupted in flame when they died like 15 minutes ago um but this like smaller spark kind of just runs down their body and it uh, almost burns up the magic dust off of them as well the, like gold light just kind of burns up and they don't say anything they just kind of are still like stab down stab down stab down stab down with bog dog on their back perfect um so is anyone everyone else is going to allow it though Okay, so the three of you uh, float down to the bottom, find, and you're looking up at the the last two holdouts that are that are uh, determined to do it themselves. Uh, can I get one last check from y'all to make it the rest of the way? Just from uh, Stag and X. Twenty three for athletics. Twenty three for acrobat acrobatics. Oh, oh, wait, do we like fruity? get down at the same oh wait, that's gay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We like see each other and it's kind of like a race, right? Yeah. Like, like, oh, are you gonna get like no, I'm gonna get down first. And then it's like stab, 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 stab down as fast as they yeah, can. And then yeah, like Stag's basically like repelling herself down with the rope that she like lodges against rock and then and then tie and then 
in the in the tie. Uh, so like she'll get down quite fast, but she has to stop to redo the rope, and then you'll like get past her, and she has, and then she goes down really quickly, and then you get past her. Uh, and yeah, it feels it's interesting because Stag, there is an aspect of her that is competitive that all of you very likely have seen, especially if you went to Strix for undergrad, like out on the like sport ball pitch uh like while she was doing war fighting demonstrations i don't know college academia fantasy college things like she always has this competitive fire about her but here with uh x for some reason it feels light like the fire feels bright and warm and open as opposed to kind of cold and burning and scorching uh and when she reaches the bottom she's smiling in a very genuine way as she's looking at x I love that. And I think uh, the two of you, (laughs) not live making kissy hands. (laughs) I think the two of you reach the reach the bottom at the exact same moment. And maybe you're like you're panting as you turn to each other and you have sort of like a a glowing, triumphant expression. Well, you know, for X, some sort of summation of (laughs) of that. But uh, but yeah, you do. You once again feel very. uh, maybe not evenly matched is the right word, but you feel like um, like uh, worthy competitors of of one another, uh, worthy rivals, um, and it it is a bit exhilarating, I'm sure, to both of you in your own ways. So you're all down there at the bottom of the pit. It is dark. Good thing, Jaisha casted a light spell. Um, you can see around you. It's uh, essentially just dirt, but it has uh, a large portion of it has that slime uh running across it and as soon as it hits the bottom it turns to uh it veers to the left uh and just starts slowly sloping downwards if i may i think the way that jisha's light spell manifests is that um the crystal vitiligo in their body like starts to glow like in this bioluminescent way it starts to it starts at their eye and kind of like goes down all along their body um and emits this like really bright light all around them uh and they kind of look around and they turn to the rest of the group and they ask are zero you work with animals right do you know how to track this thing pests but i can definitely try um wait wait wait, we're tracking the worm i thought we're just collecting materials down here i know we have to win the game the game Mm -hmm. this is in order round right (laughs) x no but in order to know why the worm is behaving this way we need to go see where it went right Yes. And also getting more like X, like we were talking about earlier, this is abnormal behavior for a worm. So in order to figure out what's going on, we should observe. And while we're observing Baru, we will collect materials. Multitasking. Um, shouldn't we, if we, shouldn't we leave that to the professors, the the investigating? No. But what if we have to fight that thing again? We'll run. Don't worry about that. Yeah, don't uh, tell me you're scared, Baru. Yes? I thought a scientist was supposed to always search for horizons uncharted. 
and, and that's live. something yes. you would know from um uh Stag's dad is something that he says quite often. Yes, but if those horizons end in death, I'd rather not venture for those ones. We like nearly lost X. We can run. We'll run. Baru. And if Baru will allow it, Jaisha will put like a hand on her shoulder comfortingly or in an attempt to be comforting anyway. You can interpret it however you want. But uh, Jaisha just kind of says, it's going to be okay. We're all going together. And like Ciro said, we're not here to fight it necessarily. If something goes wrong, we can leave. You're not going to be alone. We're not going to let anything hurt each other, right? Right. Yeah. X isn't going to get hurt again. I'm going to make sure they're going to be fine. And all of you. Or whatever. Can I do an insight check? (laughs) Sure. I'm a mostly closed book, but you can try to pry my pages open. Yeah, no, because you slipped. You just really said that, huh? Um, <laughs> do I have to roll anything to contest this? Uh, that's up to can you. You arc? can choose to feel it or, or fail it. You can choose to feel it. Um, you can choose to fail it or uh, you could do deception. Or if you're sort of oblivious to your own um, slip up, then... I'll do little deception check okay. because i think as soon as it came out stag realized sure yeah and try to cover it up can i make an argument that zero should be allowed to roll with advantage for what reason one zero is a huge social climber knows how to like try to read a room two zero specifically is trying to get in good with stag so i think zero spends a lot of time reading stags in inner, like energy and actions before reading anybody else in the room um i will leave it up to connie yes (laughs) i'm into that i'm into that it doesn't matter what'd you get god um the highest i got was a seven (laughs) can i give myself disadvantage (laughs) you can choose to fail you can just yeah you can just i choose choose to fail i choose to fail i choose to fail (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Specifically for, to for zero. <laughs> so I will are, roll. I will keep the roll for other people. What are you? Uh, what are you specifically looking for? <sighs> Can Stag? No, no, Ryan. What am I trying to say? Can Zero see? What does Zero get from this interaction? That's the question. There we go. Like when Zero sees this, does Zero? What does Zero read this situation as? Like what energy is it? Like. Is this like every other situation or is this different? I guess is what I'm trying to get to. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Uh, So what you would know from Stack is she is basically a diamond. Perfect, beautiful, cut, and like hard. Like she is unbreakable. But when it comes specifically to X, it doesn't even just seem to be like, oh, they're like a new Strix grad person. Like I have to watch out for them, which isn't accurate to how Stag operates anyway, but it's something specific about X that diamond exterior softens just for a little bit. There's like a little bit of a break in our armor, like a little bit of warmth where there's usually just cold ice. And I think that's what you would notice. And it's almost like 
it's almost like a weakness, like a weak point, like a thing you could probably like wiggle yourself into if you knew how to play your cards just right. Like that's a way in. All right. And since I technically only rolled a seven, I think that's perfect because <laughs> I, I think that's like a, okay, huh? Weird. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anyone else? Uh, you seem to kind of be at odds of what the objective is being down here. Uh, so does anyone have an argument for what they had in mind or giving into the sort of, uh, majority perhaps? Ari would give in, but they just grow silent. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Does a purple worm count as a dragon? It doesn't. Um... For the purposes of my being my favorite enemy. It, oh, it are is you thinking not... of a worm of why? It... It's a. Yeah, I don't think it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I think that is a bit of a stretch because dragons are really smart. <laughs> and this worm is the least smart thing that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a silly, it's just a silly guy. Um, that's so fair. But uh, with your thing you did la- last episode, were you able to pinpoint aberrations? Yes. Okay. Yes, I can. So retconning last episode, you did sense an aberration. And that's new for the campus, generally. Maybe not as common. I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. it's not heard of, but not as notable as like, you know, dragon. (laughs) Understood. I think with that in mind, uh, X would kind of just tilt their head like they're listening to something really far away. Um, and they seem to be able to look into the darkness and like on the edge of Jisha's light, like they seem to just be able to look and know where they're going mm. this way, I think. And they're going to like follow the ping. I can track it. And they start heading into the tunnel. Oh, <laughs> Well, a master mage tower runner and an expert tracker. Master of many hats, I see. I don't wear hats. That's true. I did misspeak. My apologies. Is anyone else? Stag, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Stag follows and will look at Bogdog on X's back and like, like reach into her pouch and like pull out some rations and like Aww. crumble it up and try to feed it to Bogdog. Oh, yeah. Bogdog snuffles that shit up. Absolutely. Leaves yeah. a bunch of, like... I wanted uh, to hear that. <laughs> like a, a drool slash, like, uh, swamp. Uh, what would you call it? It's not ooze. Gruel? Swamp gruel? <laughs> swamp gel. <laughs> As we're going down this tunnel uh, and following X, uh, who's leading the way for everybody, uh, Jisha is going to um, try and like take note of the environment that we're in, because this is not like a tunnel that just kind of exists right on campus. Like it's been made by this worm, presumably. Uh, And so is there anything about this tunnel that seems unusual or strange in some way, perhaps magical in some capacity? 
Um, well, you can either give me a perception check or an arcana check, whichever if you want. Okay. I'll I'll do a little arcana check. Uh can I argue that I can use my hunter's bane to give me advantage on this check? I don't know what that is. Uh it it's to recall information about phase fiends or uh undead or to uh recall lore about spells, magic items, elder symbols, magical traditions, planes of existence, and habitations of those planes. Um, um related to those creatures. Yeah, depending I mean, on what's down here. I will just say that like without that you you had already had uh all of you had already had a kind of a conversation at the top of the hole of like what what the purple worm is capable of, what its sort of normal habits are, um the gems that are usually left behind in the path of its processing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so you you kind of already have a good amount of info on on that the okay. purple worm. It's In that case an 18. Uh, Arcana? Yes. You sense a small amount of arcane residue, essentially. It's not coating the entire tunnel, so you don't think it's the worm. But you think it's something that has had contact with the worm. Jisha puts rare hand up to the tunnel as they're walking and kind of like swipes it along as if they're trying to like take some of this residue. I don't know if I can, Vanna. I am just sure, trying. You can have, uh, as if you they're going to like wipe slime. some of this residue, <laughs> some of residue off. Um, and Jisha looks at it and they lick it. In an attempt to try and gleam a little bit more information about it. My logic here is that Jisha is like a um, order of the mutant blood hunter. Their whole thing is about biological change, creating mutagens that are to be ingested, magical components. Um, also, geologists lick rocks. I don't know. I <laughs> No, I, I love I've it. I'm many considering that. that. <laughs> because many are poisonous. Uh, <laughs> that's a it's cool true. explanation it's still gross as hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get it we understand it we still despise we it we still despise <laughs> it mm, give me anything a, for science give me a constitution saving throw please that's fine that's fine uh 21 hmm you don't get anything. Okay. Uh, and I think Jisha kind of like still like licking, like if tasting it around in their mouth, the, this residue, uh, they say to the whole group, not to anybody in particular, there's a magic down here and it's not the worms. I think there's someone or something else in here. No problem. We'll just kick the rocks out of them as well. I think this whole time Cyril has been walking next to Jaisha. Just looks horrified. <laughs> nothing to say. Nothing to share. Has this four foot person staring at you in disgust. Um, sit with that. Take hold that. Uh- <laughs> Bo is 
at the back. I think they're right at the back, very quiet. And I think hearing this, they kind of mutter under their breath. And I'm I'm just going to ritual cast detect magic. I mean, I'll take 10 minutes. So we've been walking for 10 minutes, but I'm going to ritual cast it. I just hear them behind Star um, as Star walks in front of him, just mumbling in Draconic as they cast this spell. And that's 30 feet? Um, yes, I believe. Um, yeah, 30 feet, feet radius. If we're going to start doing rolls and looking for stuff, um, can I say Ciro is like looking for materials? We can hold off on that, but I'm just putting that out on the yeah, table. Yeah, you can do that now. Um, do you want to give me a perception or even argument for something else? Um, I mean, so when I say materials, I truly mean like Ciro is looking for two things. One, that good, good dirt for their spot of the and the bog they're looking for nutritious worm dirt um which i'm hoping would also be around the gemstones that it passes yeah um i think the the soil is very easy to find it is it is mm-hmm. everywhere in the wake of this worm um but if uh, so they have like castings <laughs> yeah so they not have, like, nature okay they have castings uh like worms in real life which are very nutrient rich and sort of the refuse of of what they didn't take into their own body for nutrients um but i think for the gems uh maybe mm-hmm. a perception check okay i can um, do that or if you wanted to stop and take a certain amount of time just like digging into the walls or something like that or or you know futzing through the dirt uh the rich mm-hmm. soil that's left behind then you can just I'll just let you have it. But if you kind of or just while you're walking, trying to find some, I'll just need a perception. Mm, I actually do think that like Ciro would like after watching Jaisha do that would like rush ahead. So even if they did take the time to sit there and fuss around, like hopefully it'll line back up by the time they find something, the uh, rest of the party will be there. But yeah, I do think Ciro would actually get like on their hands and knees and start okay. digging around through this muck. Um, so on the trail, um, as you're digging through, you find this one spot and you find two, uh, small gemstones of Azerite. Does anybody sort of stop and wait for Sierra or do y'all just keep pushing forward without them? Jaisha will wait for Sierra. Oh, X will also they look back. wait. I think they do look back and just like you can go and just like go back to digging, but it's up to you all. I'm not leaving you behind, Zero. Friends stick together. That was dramatic. It just <laughs> goes back to digging through this. Let me Says let me help the you. Little and, prairie dog over here. <laughs> and Jisha will actually help Zero to try and like speed things along. Uh, okay. It, do you want to also give me a? Well, if you're also just working on it, let me just roll for you. Uh, and you, you actually find two more pieces of Azerite. And Jisha hands them over to Ciro because Ciro's the one looking for stuff. Um, does Azerite have any magical properties or is it just a pretty stone? We'll talk about it later. Oh, good to know. I would wait. <laughs> Thank you for rocks. Yo. 
I think uh, as opposed to how X normally moves kind of very slowly and very purposefully, when they're down here uh, on the scent, so to speak, I think they're kind of, they literally act like a shepherd, like a herding dog, where they're kind of like pacing back and forth around the, like, like the tunnel, kind of like coming up to where Jaisha and Sira were both like digging around in the muck and then kind of like looking and then turning again and like going back to the front, um, like doubling back behind uh, Baru and Star. Uh, I also rolled uh, survival to does like a tracking check uh and i did in fact get a natural 20 plus two so 22 yeah i mean Uh, maybe it is a dragon actually i mean no it isn't but (laughs) i appreciate your enthusiasm um but yes but i mean it's kind of funny because it's uh it's a bit easy to track this creature because it is leaving a, a literal gigantic cavernous tunnel in its wake um, but you, more than anyone, are so aware of this tunnel. <laughs> what else do you X think? knows exactly that there's a tunnel right here. Like a, if we were tracking, we are literally walking in the footsteps of this creature. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're so good at it. But if you if if you were trying to track something else or trying to discern something else with survival other than like the path of the creature. Do let me know. I would love to give you more information. (laughs) Yeah, I think given what Jaisha said about there being another magical component uh, in here, I think both trying to like not only know that like, yes, obviously the worm was here before and we're following where it went, but uh, maybe even being able to discern like if we're underground, where are where is like the above ground version Mm, of where we mm -hmm. are to be like, where is it heading potentially? Um. And slash or where did that magical aura come from? Um, so I definitely think you uh, you're maintaining your senses under the ground, which is definitely very difficult, especially on a predetermined uh, course that you're on. Um, but you're heading towards what seems to be the western corner of the main campus, which eventually goes over into Lorehold. So you're you're steadily heading in that direction, as far as you can tell. Um, and then as far as the magical being, um, it was a survival check and not an arcana check. So I just don't know. That's fair. I'm happy with the information I've gotten with my nat 20. Okay. Trying to, has my, um, detect magic gone up as 10 minutes past, or would that be a bit longer? (gasps) Wait, I know what you find. I know what you find with the net 20. Sorry, sorry, Drac, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just was deeply considering uh, C's question still. Um, I think you're you're kind of following the track, the the path of it. You really don't have a choice. Um, But you do see buried in the rich soil. You see just, just um, a peaking amount of leather coming out of one of the piles of refuse. Um, And when you pick it up, it seems to be a partially digested piece of clothing, like maybe a bracer or something. Jisha, will you lick this and see who it belonged to? (laughs) Does it look like there is... Okay, what does it look like is on this bracer? I need to know before I, I mean, make a decision. It's warm poop. 
It's covered no. in worm poop. Uh, no, then no. <laughs> the other uh, thing that was worm e- excrement or goo. What do, what do you call that? Excretion. It's, it's, it's slime. Excretion. It's slime. Flim. That's different. Yeah, that's you know? more sweat than it is poop. That. What Liv said. Y'all are uh, it's different. splitting hairs. There's lines. I don't know why. There's lines. There's lines. There's tears. I There's think tears coming out of my eyeballs right now. Is okay, actually well, be, are no. you gonna look uh, at too? Huh? We're, we're not talking about licking eyeballs here, okay? Uh, I'm in tears, not eyeballs. <laughs> you gonna eat those? Uh, <laughs> okay, Jisha takes the. Uh, Connie, stop! Uh, Jisha <laughs> takes the the bracer from from X. Uh, kind of. Like from one corner, trying not to like touch it too too much, and shakes it a little bit to try and get some of the excrement off of it. Uh, and they go to examine this object. Does it have any sort of um, uh, any sort of like markings or anything that would tell it? Like, is it part of a uniform for one of the colleges? Um, like, if it was like a former student or anything like that? Give me a perception check. Or investigation okay. is that a thing in D anD D? Investigation is, and I would prefer that. Yeah. Oh, my dice hate me. Nine. Mm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not the, mm. it's pretty digested. Uh, it's actually it's pretty miraculous that it made it through the worm intact at all. Uh, as usually, the only thing that's able to pass through it is extremely hard gym or or stone or something like that. Usually, everything else gets digested and turned into the casting so are is there any remains of like a person attached to this uh bracer at all like pieces of i don't know organ skin blood definitely not definitely not that would definitely be digested if it if that were the case okay i thought these worm things ate rocks and dirt and stuff what's a joe schmo doing in its belly (laughs) i mean it did try to eat all of you earlier didn't it i don't know if it was trying to see that's the thing and stack has paused at the front as the two of you have been collecting uh rocks and she's sort of pacing uh in these like considerable considerable uh, considerable circles and stroking her chin as she's looking around you know i'm no master tracker or thinker of monsters or anything like that but i've you know arm wrestled my fair share of owl bears enough to know that animals don't just go wackadoodle for no reason there's always a reason they're either hungry their territory is being taken over by someone trying to develop the land usually some rich person uh usually contracted by my family honestly uh or or they're being controlled in some way so this doesn't this doesn't make sense well purple worms are always hungry and quite frankly they'll eat anything but you're right the fact that it came here and then again turned around it's too many abnormalities the magical residue it's bizarre your control theory might actually you might be onto something the magical residue maybe it's a person that's controlling the swarm using it for something yeah but why why just explode into the middle of a mage tower tournament while we were crushing ass by the way uh and just disrupt it and leave doesn't make any sense why mage tower maybe the person controlling it is um person who could never do a, a 
score score any goals during Mage Tower, and this is their way of getting revenge. Maybe it's not about the game, but the people playing it. Potentially. It did attack the field. Was it one of the players, maybe? Uh, who did the worm go after immediately? And it came out it came out of the middle of the arena. It was me. And that <laughs> who was on the field? Chorus? Uh Kadoris. And X? Kadoris, yeah. Kadoris. Was and was X unconscious was with you. Uh and then uh the other people on the edge of sort of the the suckage was uh Baru, Baru and X, I believe. And Aurora, mm-hmm. unconscious with Baru. And then mm-hmm. Jaisha and Chorus. It really could have been any one of us. It was targeting. His mouth is definitely big enough to swallow us all. X takes There's... back the piece of leather uh, armor. Is there anyone missing on campus? A Joe Schmo? Is there? Vanna? Is there, Vanna? What do we, uh, you what do we me, know? Anybody can give me a history check. Vanna, yeah. I read the newspaper this morning. That I don't know. You anyway. read just the gossip column. <laughs> you know what's missing is is Stag's pride. <laughs> That's so true. Can I have an advantage on this history check? Because it's specifically about Strixhaven stuff, and Stag would be very current on Strixhaven news. Sure. Wait, why? <laughs> because it's like her whole institution, like her whole family. They're all oh, okay. I see, here. I, I was like, you're here. all going there. <laughs> Yeah, but she's a legacy student. Legacy. I don't think Baru would doesn't keep track of everyone, so I don't think they would know. But has my detect magic gone off? Oh yeah, in thirty feet, there's nothing. Okay, I'm just gonna keep it on. I have. Okay. I can keep on for ten minutes. So okay. I'm just gonna walk around. Oh wait, does is the? Do you still have the residue, Jay Shaw, on you? I'm sure that no, I'm sure some of it is like still on rare hand. Is there any stone? It's better. Huh? Is there any residue still enough residue on Jace's hand for me to look at that for any magical? What kind of magic thing is that? No, it was barely perceptible to begin with. So I just don't, especially now that it's been sort of tainted. I like to. Well, I guess if how about the gems that um, Sarah's picked up? No, nothing. Okay. Uh, I got a seventeen. What were you rolling for again? History, <laughs> history, <laughs> history. <laughs> just to see if anybody's missing. <laughs> Sorry, we're bouncing around. Um, I got a uh, well. Liv and I got a ten. That's why we were bouncing. <laughs> um. All of you can't think of anyone who's missing. Stag? The only thing close you can think of are students that have been less present. Uh, But not missing, just like distanced and distracted and missing classes. But they always show up eventually. Hmm. Anyone in particular I know who's been playing hooky? Chorus. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. <laughs> okay. You know, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Certainly not anyone who's made headlines recently. No. But the worm did come bursting out of the center of the field where you were. Yes. And Grayson Wildemere was present. You don't think Grayson. Okay. 
I dislike Grayson well, as much as the next person, but I don't think he's capable of that. No, he's absolutely not capable. That's the only thing. He's firstly incompetent and wouldn't know how to control a worm. That's true. The only thing he's halfway good at is is writing, and he's not even... Ugh. He relies on the same verbs all the time. Connie's just this insulting me. He has good sentence structure, but you know, you are surprisingly good at writing poetry, Stag. Uh, it's just something you're taught growing up. You know, it's one of the things you have to know how to do, shoot, hunt, ride, write. You can shoot? Uh, not very well, but I do have a, and I think this is true. I, uh, I do have a crossbow. Those aren't as good, by the way. Oh, a longbow purist, I see. It's a better weapon. (laughs) But perhaps Grayson might not have done it, but he does have resources. I don't know. Big exploding purple worm in the middle of an arena isn't exactly Grayson's style. He prefers to hide in the shadows, write his little words, and then send them out into the paper the next morning. This is too bald-faced for him. Honestly, something this theatrical would fit, I don't know, an Aurora better, but that doesn't make sense, obviously. I don't think so. Aurora wouldn't do something like that. And Jishun cuts in, like, far too quickly, I think, to defend (laughs) Aurora when Stag starts uh, trying to shift the blame. Stag, you recall one of the other sort of less present students lately has been Aurora. Huh. I think that pings in Stag's head. Really? You seem pretty willing to die on a hill for her. I just know that Aurora, um, she's a stand-up student, um, and she wouldn't she wouldn't do something like that. Yes, Liv. Stand-up. What what is Aurora's major for a lack of a better term? Like she's obviously a we're, we're Witherbloom student and she specializes in death. Aurora wouldn't, Aurora wouldn't do that. If Aurora had the ability, if Aurora had the opportunity to use magic on a purple worm, quite frankly, she would kill it. It'd be a huge hmm. source of magic for her. And you might have a What's point Sarah there, Saru. Well, I mean, Aurora and Chorus have been missing a lot of class recently. Maybe they've been going off, scheming stuff, raising worms from the dead, commanding them to do their necrotic bidding, whatever you spellcasters do. Maybe Chorus, but definitely not Aurora. You know, I just, I think we should just abandon that whole line of inquiry. It's not going to lead us anywhere. Really? And here I thought you, research-minded, would be open to possibilities. Uh, Occam's Razor, or... Give, give, me like Occam- give me a magical Pence's name. Razor. Give me a magical name. Give me a magical name. razor. Uh, uh, tensor's razor. You know, if there is a possibility that is far too complicated and doesn't make sense, you take the simpler option. The simpler option is that Aurora has nothing to do with this. I'm personally. I'm just saying. It seems why we think as a student, uh, people could have actually died, and. As far as I'm aware, I don't think anyone wants anyone dead. It's a competitive program. What? What is? The master's program. And you think people would kill for that? Lesser the ascension yeah. is coming up. 
If you recall, Baru. Well, yes, but the idea of having to tame a purple worm rather than just killing the us ourselves themselves, it seems like a lot of effort to do something that would be easier on their own. That is like true. I said, just... that worm killed X. Well, nearly killed X. Wait, it took wait, wait. five, almost six of us to even chase that away. You think one person was able to tame it? The ascension is... Wait, let's go back to this ascension. What do you think the likelihood that this is... That the, that the worm is being affected by that? Do we think it could be a, a god beast? Like, do we think that maybe with the ascension coming, that's affecting this creature? I would like to roll to see if that is anything, that if that adds up to anything. I've... For personal reasons, I've looked into star arches and its effects on animals. Um, can I see if that's a thing I've heard of or seen? Um, I will just say that you haven't heard of any other instances of what has happened in your okay. life. Have I? Have you? Wait, have you what? Uh, would X have any kind of knowledge about something like this happening potentially? I don't think so. Would Stack have been told stories about like the previous ascensions, especially the one where their great grandfather ascended of anything being like, yeah, then the beasts ran wild across the land, you know, stuff like that. Anything like that, even if it's mythological. And similarly, Jisha has been for, again, for reasons, uh, has been studying the ascension and past like uh, cycles very, very deeply and in depth. So similarly, would I have heard anything? I think I think what you've heard, uh, and this is sort of maybe across the board, is that animals are drawn to the star arches in times close to the ascension, but they're not necessarily wild or or uh, particularly feral, right? They're just it's just maybe creatures that normally would not be in that area have been drawn to it. So it's not necessarily an increase in ferility. Um, but it, uh, an increase in, uh, variety. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think, uh, if there's an e- increase in violence, it's just because new creatures have been introduced to the area. Go ahead. Um, earlier, Connie asked a question of, or not Connie, sorry. C asked a question of, um, trying to figure out in what direction the worm was going. And you mentioned it was going towards Lorehold. Is it going towards the star arches on campus? They're everywhere. Um, So there's, there are likely star arches on Lorehold. Um, The main one is at the central campus, uh, like the largest one on campus, Uh, but they're also scattered across Arcavios. So. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't know. I don't think that would make sense. It is heading toward Lorehold, the campus. I think as y'all are west. all are discussing this, you do hear another, or, or you feel another one of those like aftershocks, the, that trembling um, beneath your feet. Um, we can, we should go. Maybe warn everyone in Lawhold. Then we just get get out of this wormhole. I, we're already here. We should keep going. 
Yeah, don't you think it'd be faster to just, you know, take the subterranean tunnel? This seems to be a shortcut anyway. If we did double back, I mean, maybe it'll explode out into college campus by the time we get up. For once, I agree with Stag. If we did need to fight it, we would be at its weakest point. Okay. Um, yeah, let's just I hope we don't stumble onto, like, a nest or something. <laughs> that would suck. Stag, you're... <laughs> what? It's not like there were two of them. There was just one. Oh, there were two. What? Yes, there are two. What do you mean by that, Zero? When X and I were looking for equipment, we found a smaller hole. Like a baby worm-sized hole? Well, how how big? And Stag starts making, like, uh, barrel gestures with her arms. Like, this big? Just tell me to keep going smaller or bigger. I think I wait till you've reached the point there. Ugh. It's like... As wide across as a barrel, that's definitely baby size. That would explain it if, you know, the only time I've ever seen an owlbear truly go, like, ballistic is, is when it's been protecting its cub. Or if it's in an area near its cub. It also went in reverse. It came up, made a little chaos, and then went back down. Oh, well, maybe that's that uh, evolution thing, you know? Maybe new age worms can go both ways. I sincerely hope not. Uh, Fana, mm-hmm. while, while... Are y'all still standing still or are you moving down the tunnel right now? I've been trying to move down. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We can move. Uh, while, as soon as uh, X and Ciro started talking about how there's a second worm, I think Jisha uh, started to turn inward into their magic a little bit. There's a There's a... There's this wellspring of magic within them that they can tap, that they're not really sure where it comes from or what it is. They just know it's connected to their lineage in some way. Mm. Um, And I think they tap into it and they try and divinate functionally whether or not following this worm and going down this path is going to lead is a good idea. Basically, I'm functionally casting augury. Okay. Uh, what, Uh, what does that do? So basically, um, I, uh, you can tell us, uh, whether or not our plan that we're planning on taking for the next 30 minutes is the time frame it gives us, um, whether or not it will result in wheel, which means like good things will happen. Whoa, bad things will happen or wheel and woe for both good and bad. It's complicated or nothing. If it's kind of like neutral. Uh, and you don't need to roll anything. You just have to cast it. No, I just um, have to cast it. It takes a minute to cast. So like we're walking for a minute uh, while Jaysha, I think is like tugging at this, um, at this divination. And I would like you, Vanna, since you know more about this than I do, what does it look like when Jaysha taps into this magic? I think it's almost like you're, looking into a dollhouse of your own existence. Uh, And you can see 
and it's 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 abstract like i'm speaking of it very literally but this is it's more abstract in your mind and this is like the only way maybe you could possibly explain it to somebody but you're looking down at yourself and you can see yourself where you are right now and you can see the dirt that was here um 10 years ago 100 years ago a thousand years ago and you can feel the difference in its richness and the change in its component uh, and the passing of critter and flora. It's almost like you zoom out and hit rewind. Do I get wheel? Whoa. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that either right. way, but I do also want you to roll Arcana. <gasps> okay. Terrifying. Uh 21. So you get wheel and woe. Uh, but the other information that sort of leaks in while you're going through this, or you're tapping into this very specific vein of magic in yourself um, is you can see brick by brick something coming together under the earth and you can see when it's brand new and seeing much use and then you can see it almost instantly fall into disarray and disuse as it grows over with sludge and slime and is taken back by nature, essentially. Does this feel like a look into the past or a look into the future? I wonder if it's easy for you to tell. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think you have gotten there yet. Okay. Like, like I'm, like I said, like I'm explaining it in certain terms, but I think it's much more abstract when Jaisha's experiencing it. It's like a dream where it makes sense to you, but if you wake up and try to explain it to somebody, it doesn't make any sense. And I think as Jaisha kind of like pulls out of this reverie, I think maybe they had started to like, uh, drag back a little bit behind the group as they were doing this. They were walking a little bit slower than everybody else. Um, almost like they were sleepwalking through this tunnel. And when they snap back from their reverie and they come back, I think the first thing that just kind of slips out of their mouth is we need to be careful. This worm is going to s swallow this place whole, maybe? What? <laughs> I mean, it's got a big mouth, but I don't think it's that big. <laughs> Not literally, Stag. Uh, and I There's think more to this. As you are uh, trying to form words from what you've just experienced, uh, the tunnel empties out uh, into another dark space. Is, uh, is your light spell infinite, or how long does that last? 
Uh, it lasts until I dismiss it or I cast light again. Okay. So infinite. Yeah. So, uh, you step into the space, um, and you look around and it's almost like, uh, moments of deja vu for you, Jaysha, where it's like, uh, are those the bricks that were forming the space in my mind? And you can see them brand new and shining and in perfect architectural form. But then you're looking at them and they're broken and cracked and covered in moss and um, refuse. And it appears to all of you looking around that you are in an old sewer system. Do you say anything when you enter that space, Jaisha? I think Jaisha is trying to piece everything together and trying to find the words to explain what Ray saw. So I don't think that Ray immediately like says something. I think there's a beat to allow the rest of the group to sort of like explore, investigate before they. Okay. Um, can I get a history check from our Lorehold students? History? Yeah. Uh, just a six. And that 20, uh, a 28. <gasps> Jesus. Come on, Brainiac. Um, I don't know. Maybe you did a small paper on this or something. <laughs> but, uh, Barrow, you recognize this as the now abandoned sewer system that was built when the university was originally founded. So 600 some odd years ago. Um, and when it was built, it was a testament to the original architecture that still remains to this day on the main campus. Uh, but all the archways are mathematically exact. Um, the gargoyles are supremely ornate um that because they're they're being used as uh spouts and uh, ways to transfer water um but at this point it's been replaced and and pretty quickly it was replaced by magical means um the growth of the school was so um expedient that they just transition out of needing such things very quickly um, but they also never got rid of it. They just kept building over it. Oh, okay. Um, I guess that makes sense. These are the old sewer system that Strixhaven used before we replaced it all with magic sigils and seals and means. Um, yeah. Yeah, it Probably smells old sewer system-y. <laughs> yeah, this, um, the smell is, is sort of like sewage, but if sewage had been fossilized. So it's much more, I don't know, it's it's less oppressive due to its staleness, but it's still unpleasant. <laughs> like, no one be Sarah's pooping in here recently, you know? Well, that you know about. Nonetheless, Sarah's going to make a point of being like, Ew, and start um, hovering again. Um, and we'll try to deceptively hover slash fall 
back to wherever Baru is in the group. Okay. Yes. Um, and once, like, they're next to Baru, they're going to try to very subtly, at least to the rest of the group, so other people can't hear, um, ask, are you all right? No. Oh. We fought a purple worm. Several people nearly died, and everyone just seems fine with it. And we're just marching towards what Jaysha had just said would be bad news. And I feel like I'm the only one that's acknowledging that or has a problem with that. And I don't understand why. Um... Well, for me, I, I can't speak for the others, but for me, I was very interested in what could be down here in terms of supplies and and um, research, but I agree. I now think maybe we're a bit too in over our heads, so I'm sorry. Fine. I just want I... to get out of here as soon as possible. Okay. Okay, we'll go home. Um, so all of you are, are, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I think Zero would like offer out their hand to Baru. They will hesitate, but then take it. And I think they're, uh, or I don't think they will. They will take the four crystals that they found, put them in Baru's hands and then like close, um, her fingers over the crystals and just... I still wanted to make sure that we got something for you, though, so. Thank you. We'll go home soon, I promise. Uh, and all Ax of you are and... kind of... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, and then they, they'll buzz back to the front of the group where okay. uh, Stag and X and everyone are. Uh, and all of you are still in the mouth of the opening where it, it, it opens up into the sewer system because uh, the tunnel you're coming out of is like, you know, 20 foot diameter. But what you're entering into is very much more like strict lined uh, walls. Um, and there's two raised platforms on either side. And with the width of it, if you were to walk along it, you could probably only walk, uh, you know, toe to toe. Um and uh, every now and then, if you look farther farther down, anybody with uh, dark vision especially can see that there are a series of makesh- makeshift bridges um, that just, like, at random points cross over the water uh, that's underneath the stagnant water in the aqueduct. Um, but other than that, you're not able... And maybe two people could fit across that, but as far as the the walkways on each side, it's a... It's a one-person deal. As? Um, well, first of all, from when I first cast Detect Magic, has 10 minutes passed since we got to this opening? I think so, yeah. Y'all had a lot of okay. discussion. Yeah. X's eyes kind of like uh, cats. Uh, the like little halo seems to reflect whatever little bit of light that Jaisha is still giving off as they look. Um, because I do have super dark vision, mm-hmm. uh, as I like to call it. Uh, X can see out to a range of 60 feet in the dark. So I think they kind of just like, again, very much like a herding dog with a mission. They seem incredibly focused, specifically on like doing something. 
Um, so I think there's like a small pause at the lip of the cavern, and then they immediately like go to one side, and they when they dip out of the range of Jaisha's light, it's like they're there, and then they're kind of not. Like as soon as they're into the darkness, they're gone. There's not even like a vague shadow or shape where they're supposed to be. It's like they're like once they're in the light, they're there, and then once they're in the darkness, it's just kind of like they're gone. Um, but I think you can hear their little like footsteps like going forward against the like old stone um, to where they can like start to see the bridges and like the little ledges, and they come back like fairly quickly, uh, and they kind of just come out of the darkness again. Mm. The ledges get pretty narrow. Ooh, where'd you vanish off to? Just up ahead. <laughs> oh, maybe my eyes are getting worse since we've been down here, but I didn't see you at all. It's dark down here. Good point. Uh, can you tell where that worm thing went? Is there like a big worm-shaped hole on the opposite wall or something? Can I tell where that worm... Um, uh, X would specifically be looking for where the worm went, and also, just because they're like this, they would be checking for any and all possible exits and entrances into the Yeah, space. so with the with the amount that you went back, uh, you would relatively quickly see that um, the passage begins to, like, turn. Um, it forks. There are alcoves. There are uh, rooms with closed doors on them. Um so it's a bit hard to determine which way to go. But if you look closely, you can see um, on the edges of the aqueducts that same mucus that is on the tunnels. The worm seems to be following the path of the aqueduct, although there are an alarming number of exits, entrances, and doors in this place. Yeah, evidently. And are the aqueducts like underwater? Like, did did the worm go into the water? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's like a little too juicy to fit perfectly in the in the waterway. But a, the bulk of its body is in there, so you're not seeing any mucus on the bottom. But it's it's sort of like rubbing off on the sides uh, at the corners where the aqueduct uh, comes out of the water and forms the platform. But the ceilings are tall enough that, well, I mean. I guess you'd have to get up there, but I will I will <laughs> offer to you that they are not slimy. <laughs> I don't know about this place. I saw it in a dream, in a vision. In what context? Like a happy, haha, we were just swimming in the sewer water dream, or like a, oh no, there's poop everywhere kind of nightmare? No, think more like bricks being built and then destroyed. In like a yay construction way or like an ominous this will come to ruin way? Like an ominous this will come to ruin way and not just any bricks, but and Jisha points to the to the sewer system all around them. These exact ones. And I've never been here before. I've never seen these before. I don't like that. I think maybe we should go. I don't like that we came all the way down here and we are ending up with more questions than answers. This is... We can't go up empty-handed. We've got those cute gems, but we don't have... If we just give this off to the Strixhaven professors, they'll take all the glory for themselves. It'll... Well, basically, if we're footnotes, we'll be lucky. 
And like everyone mentioned, Ascension is right around the corner. If we give up anything, I mean, every ounce of grain matters here. Better better footnotes and gravestones. I don't know if I agree with that. (sighs) Not all of us are willing to die for the Ascension stag. And you can't escape. All right, then you can go. The first time you get like the... I guess dirtiest look Bar has ever given. To Jaysha or Stag? To Stag. As Stag um, claims that glory is better than staying alive. But they don't say anything. They turn away. If anyone has anything they want to say to me, they can say it to my face. They pull off their earring, and as they twirl in their fingers, it turns into a small screwdriver as they start working, tightening some um, screws on Star, their construct, and just says, I think we should go. Mm. A hunt doesn't always happen over the course of a day. Sometimes the long game is the one you want to win. I just don't want anyone swooping in here like vultures, you know? Taking what we found, taking what attacked us first. Have you considered that maybe power is best when it's distributed amongst more people, rather than concentrated in the hands of the few? Who's talking about (laughs) Stag sort of turns on you, cocks her head to the side. Why, Why does everything have to turn into like a political statement from you? I just, you're the one that was talking about this being uh, the ascension and not wanting other people to have information to have a leg up on you for the cycle. You're the one that mentioned that. Well, yeah. I mean, the cycle is coming. It would be short-sighted not to mention it. All I mean here is knowing how Strix works. I mean, come on. Grayson... If we go back up there empty-handed and we just, you know, I'm not saying we don't give information to people. I think knowing that a world-ending worm is on our heels is something that probably the faculty should be aware of, yeah. Because it would save lives, okay? And I think we're all on the same page about wanting to save lives here. But what I mean about that is if people can use something to their own advantage, they will. And if we just go back up there with nothing to show for it, we're basically just turning around and showing our bellies. Yeah, I suppose your family would know something about that. Jisha. Sorry. What does something look like to you, Stag? How does this end in success for you? What do you want? (sighs) I'd like to get at least a name or a real motivation. A real answer. If we can answer, what does the worm want? Why is it here? Who controls it? What else is it capable of? One of these four. Then I'm happy going back up. Can any of you answer one of these four questions with full confidence? We're not going to get it from the worm. We can't talk to it. It's not going to speak to us. Maybe try to get it from whatever's controlling it. Or, I don't know, can't Witherbloom people, like, take a tooth or something and do, like, tooth magic and figure out where it came from and what it's all about? No. 
I've I've heard of of divination from biological matter, and it seems like slime gives you a little bit, but not enough. I mean, if we get a piece of its armor or an eyeball or or a piece of its flesh or something, we don't have to fight it. Just hack a chunk off or something. X pulls out the stinger that they kept in the baby Bjorn with bog dog (laughs) that pierced their body. And as Stag was talking about um, the divination through biology as well, I think a light bulb went off in Jaisha's head and they went to their pack. It's like like a switch flipped and you turned on their academic brain. And I think like uh, they go to their pack and they pull out some of their vials that don't have any of their mutagens in it, just like empty vials. And they start to, I think, like scoop some of the slime into the vials. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like now we're talking, or even a sample of this poopy water, or something, you know? Like, maybe there's something in there. I literally have vials of... <clears throat> and they immediately, like, remedy their tone. I have samples, and I will work on the samples, Stag, and I will work very hard with all the other samples that we have, as well as covering up the hole, like we promised the professor that we would. I'll druidcraft it. It'll look fantastic. I just think that we should go. And Baru, you seem to know this area well, so is there a way that we can get back to the surface faster from here, rather than retracing our steps? Did my history check give me, like... Did I see schematics of this? What, what, what did I? Um, I mean, probably not schematics, but you would know that at several points there's going to be ladders uh, that lead up to the surface. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there should be some ladders. Getting back up where you came from is going to be a whole different challenge. Yeah. Yeah, there, there should be ladders that should get up to up top. Um that you have to get down for down here for maintenance somehow. Um, it should be just behind one of these doors. Should be able to get us up up top quickly. Stag lets out a big sigh, and Vanna, uh, I want to know if like would Stag be off base in assuming that if they went up just like this with no other answers, would their dads be upset at them? I think if their dads found out that they they did anything halfway they would be upset <sighs> i really don't want to do this y'all but i think this is in character fine take this and stag takes the rope and hands it to uh maru you seem to know the most about this place here uh, and she also hands uh, a big fistful of rations to X for Bog Dog. I'll be right behind you guys. I'm going to roll inside. Are you staying? The inside check can go. Uh, I can answer too. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. If, if you're just answering, I guess. But Yeah, I'm going to get something some kind of answer i'll be on your heels we can't you can't do this alone stag i'll stay x no it's 
dangerous down here, okay? It's a lot faster if I just move on my own, and if it's just me, I could probably, like, hit something and collapse a tunnel behind me or something. I don't want... I'm faster than you are. If That's... anyone will be moving faster, it'll be me. <sighs> okay, reluctantly, I do have to admit that is true, but I can't... This is a decision I'm making on my own, okay? Happy? I don't want to rope any of you into this. If you want to leave, you can leave. Let this decision impact just me. I don't want anyone else throwing their hat down here. I already told you I don't wear hats. <laughs> God damn it, I keep forgetting. And that's where we're going to take our break. <laughs> um, we'll be back and we'll find out what our uh, team decides to do, split the party or go together. Uh, during the break, check out our sponsors. And also keep an eye on chat because I'll be running a giveaway. And we'll see y'all back here in 10 minutes. Yeah, man. players uh at the the mouth the opening of the worm tunnel that is uh dipping into the ancient sewers of Strixhaven University um and Stag has just declared that they are willing to stay behind uh to do what needs to be done and the rest of you are uh in a in a position well X is offered to stay behind Baru and Ciro, uh, you're in a position to uh, make a choice here. I think there's a moment where you see Baru step backwards. And I think while stepping backwards, they bump into Star behind them, their construct there. If anyone knew that, they have a seven foot to silver, gold, some brass mixed in, almost like weaved in. I think gave the example of Art Nouveau style construct um and kind of look up at star and then over at um stag and i'm gonna roll for this oh, that was bad. very clearly there's a moment <laughs> i rolled a seven uh, very clearly there's a moment where um i think baru looks through stag like the eyes are on stag but not looking at stag and they it looks like they're about to cry but then they blink it off and go um it's probably best if we um if we stay together i think zero so the whole reason zero even thought changed their mind was because Baru seemed really, really uncomfortable and really unhappy and not safe, but also like 
stag being down here by themselves is not good and not safe. So Cyril's kind of in like an awkward situation because this is a, neither of these things are good. Like either, you know, well, now Barry was saying that they're going to stay, but like that was their mindset. Um, and as they're thinking about everything and going over everything um, in their mind and hearing Stag's words of like, you know, we, we have to get an answer. We have to know what's going on. We have to understand things. I think Zero goes back to that conversation about like God beasts and what the natural world how the natural world reacts during the ascension in the Stargate. And there is just like enough of an itching curiosity that starts to influence their thoughts of kind of like, well, maybe, maybe there is something to that. Maybe that's just not nothing. Maybe there is something to that. And then you start talking about the Stargates and ascension and it's, it's, it's a done deal. Like everything clicks into place in their mind. And now there's, they, they nod, they're going to stay too. That's at least their mindset and their logic. Seriously, you all don't have to stay down here. If you want to go back up, it's safer up there. I recognize that. I'm not staying for you. I, I need some materials that might be down here. Um, I'm looking for some night shards, which would be useful when upgrading um, star. Oh, not here for me, huh? Ouch, she wound me. There's a slight smile on Barry's face, but it's turned away still. Well, you know, Stag, you do, even if you don't mean to always, have really, really good Witherbloom-based ideas. The whole thought of gathering samples and, and you know, working in, looking into the natural world and how these creatures are reacting and potentially tracking them. I, I know that you have this penchant for history, but honestly, honestly, you could have been a good Witherbloom student. You have the right instincts for it. Oh, oh. And I think this is very obviously just like flattery. <laughs> it's it's so up. obvious. <laughs> like it's she so like blooms. <laughs> I get like brighter. Connie, <laughs> tell me if I'm incorrect or not, but I do not think that, that Stag would know the difference between a succulent and a cactus. Like, <laughs> not <laughs> no. <laughs> She'd be like, huh, succulent. Uh, no, <laughs> she... <laughs> uh, yeah, she just goes, oh. Oh, it's very nice of you to say. Uh, Ciro, no, no, I wouldn't say I have a natural aptitude for being a prodigy at anything Witherbloom related. Not, no, 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 no. I just say, you know, I grew up in the wild, so I know my way around a plant or a flora. Stag sees a flower and instantly starts thinking about Georgia O'Keeffe. Like, that's just like... <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> Pussy willow, you say? <laughs> I thought you grew up in the mountains where nothing grows. Uh, there were still shrubs and the occasional rock and sapling tree, uh, maple, I think, cedar, lots of rocks. I can't understate how many rocks there were. A natural, truly a natural. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, lots of mountain flowers, too. Actually, in summer, the entire side of that glacier would be in full bloom while still being blanketed in snow. It was quite a sight to see. Mm-hmm. 
tear up. I thought X did that, and I was like, what? Whoa. Sure. Yeah. Surprise. X has very strong feelings about flowers. Surprise. Flowers in the snow? I don't think so. It's making Cyril everything not. If any other Witherbloom student had said that, Cyril would be just ripping them apart, beating the ass in the QRT. Just like, yeah. me. <laughs> like, but because it's stag, they're like, mm-hmm, yeah, no, I, ima- I imagine so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lots of different colors, too. Colors I bet you've never even seen before. I've never been out there. You, you know me, Pharaoh didn't, but no. Oh, wait, isn't the Pharaoh full of flowers? Different flowers, not your mountain mm. flowers, Stag. Mm, you're right, you're right. I, I well, hey. We're discussing the particulars <laughs> of, of flowers between, uh, between realms. You hear a piercing whistle, uh, and it is long and echoed uh, as it just bounces around the entirety of this sewer system. Uh, and then you all go silent, and nothing happens. And then you can hear... The quietest stampede of small feet. And you look around and through the cracks in the stone uh, and the holes in the walls and even out of the waterway, um, just hundreds of rats. Hundreds of rats. Can I get a perception check, please? From everyone, is it for how many rats there are exactly? No, no, no. no. I'm going to choose to fill the perception check because I think Baru screamed. Oh no! All these rats, like just crawling out every single crevice as he screamed. Three, okay. They're just in a panic right now. Why are you laughing? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) See, why are you laughing? Oh, I, I, that's literally just very funny to me. Oh. Um, I love Faro with my whole heart. That's that's why I'm laughing. I thought I'm you laughing rolled, because I, I thought you rolled extremely. <laughs> no, I rolled a sixteen. That's okay. all. I got a fourteen. A fourteen. Yeah, I think anyone uh, anyone above a ten really uh, can see that. Uh, if you're looking down and you're like raising your feet so that uh, you know to avoid getting trampled. In some to some degree, by these uh, mice and rats, um, you can see that some of them have small pieces of clothing on, um, like little vests and small hats. Uh- <laughs> Fuck! We need a druid. Fuck! I'm so sorry. I can't be her. Okay, God. I'm so <laughs> fucking sorry. <laughs> um, you know, some of them have little spats. Some little rat spats. What the fuck is this, Anna? I mean, Barbie doesn't notice. screaming, like trying to scramble up Star to get just get out of reach of these rats as they run past us. Cyril's fully freaking out too, and has just like zipped as high up into the air as they possibly can. X uh, immediately as the whistle went off x like had their bow out and strung uh and they were like trying to train it on the source of the whistle but because it's echoing around this chamber i think it's really confusing for them and very frustrating as well um so is there any with the 16 is there any way for me to like pinpoint in sort of the direction that the whistle no okay well uh, not in front of you i suppose 
not back up the tunnel. <laughs> um, and you can that's fair. you can probably uh, surmise that the rats and mice parade is is heading towards the source, or at least responding to it in some way. Oh, I thought that the I thought that the rats were perhaps coming at us from the source, but they're moving towards the source of the whistle. They're responding to the sound. Mm. Stag, similar to X, as soon as a whistle sounded, like drew the axe uh, and like like hawked it over her shoulder, like ready to strike. And then the rats came and then Baru screamed and then Ciro fluttered and Stag just instinctively throws out an arm like in front of Baru's uh, star and Ciro and stepped forward to like the lip of the tunnel uh, and is looking around wide eyed. Is every single rat dressed? No. What? I don't know if that's weirder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, both are, both are horrifying <laughs> answers. You could have said yes or no, and I think I would have been deeply excited. <laughs> I'm imagining, you know, the Pinocchio scene where everyone turned into donkeys. That's what I'm imagining. Yes, like, yes that's what horrifying I'm thinking. How many people were naked? <laughs> I'm just thinking it's that called a bacchanal. <laughs> uh, Stag is going to try to grab one of the rats. That has a, has spats on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of those spat rats. Okay, give me um, give me a uh, I don't know a dexterity or whatever. <laughs> okay. I think you Can could grab me? you could grab a rat like any old rat for no roll. Okay. But I think if you're really trying to grab a spat rat. <laughs> Eighteen. <laughs> You, you like a bear in the in the river. <laughs> Snatch up this and it and it does a little scream as you uh, as you grip it uh, and then you you turn it over in your hand so it's like belly up to you and you can see its little tiny spats. Who are you? Who sent you? Who sent you? Sarah, what is it saying? And I, I hold it up like a phone uh, to Sarah, belly up. Okay, you know what, Vanna? We need to have this conversation. Can I speak to animal? I don't know. Can you? I don't so know. I, I don't think you have, I, this, you have the spell. I don't have the spell and I don't have that ability. Although it is very funny to think that stag stag thinks yeah like every winter because Sarah's a fairy or like yeah because it's fey realm all the fey people speak yes. rat mouse animal yeah, yeah. all she fey the most Disney princesses students. you should speak to every living creature <laughs> um yeah no I think Ciro just screams at this rat and then like <laughs> okay roll me a dex roll me a dex check <laughs> A dex check? Why? Or dex save. Why? Dex save, sorry. Save? Why? Oh my god. I got an 11. Um, I'm terrified. Uh, I think you just are so freaked out that you that you lose, uh, not your footing, but your winging, uh, and you, and you yeah. splash into the waterway, um, which doesn't really get you away from the rats as some of them are swimming. <laughs> They're excellent swimmers. Wait, no. No, no. Is it the shit water? Is it the oh? Is it the warm yeah. shit? But it's yeah. stale. It's not fresh. The worm goo. No, it's mostly shit oh, okay. water. Yeah. Okay. No, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. Cyril lets out a blood curdling <laughs> scream. 
being in shitty water with rats around them everywhere. This is their nightmare. This is their Titanic. This is the worst thing that's ever happened I mean, to no. <laughs> Even got the rats on the Titanic for this scene. <laughs> that's why they're dressed. Okay? <laughs> poor rats somewhere fucking playing, <laughs> playing string instruments. I think it's all of this... <laughs> I, th- I think as all of this chaos is happening, X is still, like, trying to find where to shoot their arrow, and, like, Baru screams, uh, Stag grabs a rat and yells at it, and then Zero <laughs> screams and falls, and, like, all of it becomes literally so overwhelming that I think uh, X just, like, looses their arrow in a direction. They just, like, shoot it into the darkness. Uh, like, as a stress panic response, they just let go of it. Um, and it fires. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do about did you, that. I just wanted to did let it you know go that it high or low or medium? <laughs> I think X is at the front of the group, so I don't think it's going to hit any of us necessarily. But if it like lodges like two feet into the opposite wall, that might be something that sure, happens yeah. because they're stressed <laughs> and freaked out. But it like cracks the opposite wall cement. Yeah. Um, and then like they are panicked. They that didn't work. Uh, so I think they turn, uh, and they kind of get down on an elbow and reach their hand down towards Ciro. Ciro shakily takes <laughs> 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 X's hand. <laughs> and as they get to their feet, in a, finally breaking, just for a moment with Stag, Ciro's gonna turn to Stag and just yell, I don't speak rat! <laughs> 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 I just was, like oh. breathing at me. But I thought you were a Witherbloom student. I work with plants, and I don't even speak to those. Oh, I'm so sorry about the poop water. <laughs> it's, uh, it's here. It's not okay, but it will be. Stag sheaths her axe and tucks the rat away into her pack. <laughs> She's holding on to it. Uh, and she un- she unclips her cape. She has like a half cape on and like drapes it over you like a ta- like a beach towel. Like Zero like pulls it over their little head. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. I would need that back clean but but we can talk about the details we'll talk, later we'll talk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god that feeling when you fall in the toilet and your boyfriend lends you their hoodie it's so nice <laughs> yeah, so relatable man wow so, so relatable, relatable. <laughs> we've all been there we've all been there <laughs> oh my goodness so uh the chaos has died in the panic the rats have uh, all but disappeared i guess except for the one stag is kidnapped <laughs> Yeah, yes, I I have a plan for this rat. Okay. I love this rat plan. Is it to open a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the finest French cuisine. Uh there's a little bit of crumbs at the bottom of her pack, uh, left over from her rations, so she's going to hope that the rat will just eat that. Right. Did Bogdog respond to the whistle? Just a question. Oh. Uh 
He's on your back, so I guess maybe you wouldn't notice, but someone behind you might notice that Bog Dog's ears perked up. Um, but he didn't, like, make to get out of the harness or anything. Okay. Still has baby Bjorn, still strapped in. Good to know, good to know. Uh, Lux is still kind of uh, f frantic. Like, that Like uh, that didn't quite work. Uh, and frantic, i.e., they're still standing still, but the tip of their tail is flicking back and forth minutely, uh, which is the first time that's ever happened. Um, and... They look back, uh, now that Sierra has a towel on, uh, and they kind of are confused that that went so poorly, like that something happened and we all responded basically in the worst possible way. <laughs> uh, and they look rather like disgruntled by this fact. Um, stag your pack is wriggling. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, a spat rat is in my pack. It <laughs> was unintentional. Uh, I I have a feeling that it, this is an answer, right? Someone's got to know how to speak with rats up there. We can interrogate it about what the heck's <laughs> happening down here. But this is good, everyone. This is really, really good. We finally have some sort of clue about what's happening. There's that whistle. These rats responded. Some of them are dressed in tiny little hats and gloves and vests and whatnot. I bet if we follow where they're going, we'll get what we're looking for. Yes, if you put your rat on the ground, we can follow it. Oh, but I don't want to have it leave. Wait! And Stag takes it out like a phone again, uh, but takes like a little bit of rope and tries to fashion, <laughs> tries to fashion a harness and a leash. We're taking our rat for, we're taking our stat rat for <laughs> I do think, as a side note, I think Ciro is still standing by X and is watching all these rats run by. And one of them has, like, a little hat. And they'll just, like, look up at X and just say, you know, that probably fits you. I said I don't wear hats. But it would, like, fit in between your horns. They kind of, like, touch the top of their head. <laughs> Like to, like, to check to see if they could do that. Uh, and they look even more confused than they were, like, three seconds ago. It's, like, it's getting worse for them. Um, yeah, I think, I think you're, able, you're able to successfully make a, hard, a leash and a harness for you. yes. your new rat friend. Thank I you. think um, from the rope you have, you can, because uh, it's really, like, a bunch of different threads, right, that make up a rope. So, yeah, yeah. you can... Uh, pull out one of those and uh, and f and fashion it out of that. And now you have a <laughs> a rat in spats on a leash. <laughs> Good job. Connie is really Connie is the one player in the world who has made the most out of fifty feet of head to toe, yeah. given by, to all no, the characters at level one. We'd love we to need see an it. award. Like, I don't know what the mileage, <laughs> the mileage gotten from this rope. <laughs> I have 50 feet of it and I'll use every inch. I always uh, use yeah. the, the ball bearings that come in the starter pack. Yeah, I love iron. using those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so I don't want to lose my rat. So I, I gen gingerly, I'm very gentle with this rat, actually. Uh, I grab, even though I hold it like a phone, uh, it's never like around its tender parts. And I, I place it like onto the ground and I go, come on, show us the way. The way 
stag immediately imprinted on this. <laughs> I feel so happy inside. We all thought Bog um, Dog was going to be the party pet. <laughs> I think we're just collecting we're pets. Just collecting them. <laughs> Um, so the rat, uh, seems a little confused, um, and it, it's, it's not really going anywhere. Um, it's maybe turning around and chewing on the rope a little bit, and then it'll try and run in a circle and then move forward a little bit. I think you broke it. it. (gasps) What? No. What? And did I break it? No, I think I think the rat broke it. Maybe it needs that whistle thing again. They all responded to that, right? Mm-hmm. Did we see where most of the rats were going? Were they yeah. in the water? Uh, oh, not most. Just some were in the water, but most of them were on the the two uh, sides of the aqueduct. So just like running over and under your feet, um, basically, and then hurrying off straight down. Um, but then it it forks, um, and probably the only one who could have seen that far would have been X, and X was not paying attention. Yeah, I would have been able to see, but I was definitely screaming as well. I have dark yeah. vision, but I was screaming. Um, <laughs> could I try to replicate the whistle? Sure. Okay. Performance? Um, yes, hopefully. Can I help uh, by, like, scooping up the rat and, like, holding... Like, not near it. That would be menacing. But, like, holding it and, like, like looking like- between you. Ciro's <laughs> reacted poorly to the rats three times. You're like, let me hold this close. <laughs> let me... <laughs> My <Whoa>. child... <laughs> Why are you blue? What happened? Why am I blue? <laughs> what happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> My throat. throat hurts from how hard I've been laughing for the last like, <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> oh my Your God. lights changed, see. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Oh, but you still look good. There you go. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to like try to help by like have, holding the rat up, uh, not like at you, but like in my huge hands, I guess, uh, and like being like, well, based on how this thing responds, and like try to like help you with rat body language, like as you're trying to mimic it, like pitch it up as the rat's responding, pitch it down as it's not. Yeah. Using the rat as a tune and for please roll with yes. advantage. Yes, <laughs> this is so absurd. <laughs> Tuning fork. <laughs> no. A, a rat fork. fork. Yeah. With a little hat. With a little hat. With a little <laughs> spat. Okay. I got a 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh you you do a good job of replicating the the whistle. Uh and the rat's re- rat's reaction is to lunge towards you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not in an aggressive way, but in an responsive way. Okay, 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 um, okay. <laughs> do, do we think maybe it, like, jumps out of, 
Stag's hands and maybe X like because X is right next to you, grabs it before it lands on you, like out of midair. As okay. long as we spare Ciro another, <laughs> another. I just also want the I want the record to be here, just doing stuff above the table. Me, live the player. I love little critters. I love rats. Like I'm super okay oh, with this. Me, Drac, fucking hate rat. I well, you're wrong. Hate him. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, I'm. A, I'm. But I also hate them. So. <laughs> <laughs> they suffer for, for my faults and I don't care. Uh, right, understandable. Um but yeah, uh I think I I yeah, I guess Ciro like looks at this rat. Okay, can I so this rat is just trained, it seems like it's not look it doesn't look like it's mm. enchanted. Mm. Yes. No. Do you say I'm that? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> okay. <You're, laughs> oh, is Baru's detect magic still on? Oh, no, yeah. No, but I can cast it again. I get. Mm. I can either ritual cast it or cast just to have a free spell. I'm more. I'm just more ones. asking because, like, I if I need to roll, I will. But I think Zero's kind of like doing that math mm, and just. You could roll animal handling. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. As the animal's being handled by X. <laughs> Yeah. X is now also holding it like a phone. Why is it so? I want it to be the protein shaker. <laughs> What's in here? Oh no, Connie, stop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Are you drinking spat rat? Look at that. Yeah. Look at that spatial work. The oh work. my god. The people in the podcast are gonna be so sad. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll another die because that one like fumbled off the table. And uh-huh. it's just, no, it did. It, I'm, listen, I, I, listen, just do it. I rolled a 19. It fumbled off the table. Okay. Okay, that is a 14. I got a 13 plus one. I need... Cyril, you, me, and the sheet, we need to do some conversation because this wisdom is not cutting it, baby boo. We really need to figure that out. These stats are ridiculous. Uh, well, I think with your with your previous role in mind, like, yeah, you can discern that um, yeah. this is seems to be the behavior of an animal that is trained. Mm. Okay. So I, I, do I relay that to the party. It's also wearing a little clothes. <laughs> I checked the spats. Do they have embroidery or like initials on them? Uh, you check the spats and there's no initials, but they they very much look hand sewn. Okay, I'm doing a history check. Who the fuck in this fucking school would be making fucking clothes for rats? Valmoira, I'm calling it right now. I, for the I, know, I, I, know, I know it's Valmoira. But I need Janet to say it. It's not Valmoira. Valmoira didn't even want to leave the common room. Why would she want to go to the sewer? Are you saying she's, she's a, a ninja turtle? Girl. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm saying I mean, she's a nasty I did think girl. of this after watching two I ninja see you, Vanna. I see. I'm on to your tricks now. Um, you cannot think of anyone in your life that makes tiny clothes for rats. <laughs> Baru is like koala clinging to the front of Star, and you just hear it whimpering. Um, uh, maybe, maybe if we, if we just walk in the direction the whistle came from, we'll we'll see who or what it came from. 
Good idea. Uh, and X hands the rat in clothes on a leash back to Stag tentatively, like out, you know, like that. Like a phone. Why is everybody holding it like that? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a clock <laughs> <laughs> That poor rat is being handled. <laughs> um, um, I, and, and then X walks over to where Baru is on uh, star 13, and they go, Baru, are you well? Uh, um, y- yes, and I'll just like slowly climb down and try and fix himself. X actually like opens their arms up, like kind of like a cat coming down for a tree, like, oh, <laughs> do you want, do you want to like jump oh, on me? I roll for this. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, I thought you were asking for a hug. <laughs> I think um, even Barbie would be way too embarrassed to accept that. So I think they climb, they climb down. Like, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm not much of a rat person. Um, but if we need to find answers, we had the whistle. We can just walk down in that direction. I think that's a good idea, considering that there's somebody whistling for lots of little rats to come to them. I am a little concerned about what they might be doing now that they have all the rats. It's concerning. It's very concerning. Uh, Maybe if they're involved, at least saw he was involved with the purple worm. It seems like these rats live down here, and if they're trained like Cyril said this person must have been here frequently and might know something mm. Mm. and as I think X will start walking in the direction that they saw all the rats going um, and they pull up next to Stag again and they take out that piece of leather from the tunnel does the leather from the tunnel match the little clothes on the rat or is this just a red string theory and you're like, see what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, give me a investigation check or perception or something. Can uh, I help? A nine on investigation? Yeah, you can help. Uh, I'm holding the rat's feet up <laughs> and I'm like sort of like stroking its fur to keep it calm. <laughs> I did not I see love this D&D. coming. <laughs> Ooh, that's better. 21. With a 21, the materials are not the same, but the hand stitching uh, is almost like a a signature, you know, like somebody's handwriting. Like it's it's sloppy. It's with a a color thread that does not match uh, any of the materials that it's used with and um, just sort of shoddily put together. This was made by the same person. They can't sew. Well, at least. Oh. Oh, but that piece of leather looks old. Wait, hold on. So whoever is the Pied Piper of these rats probably has beef with that worm if it ate one of the things that wore its thing. So there might be an ally down there. I I suppose... Or maybe the worm ate 
the piece of uh, poorly made clothing that the Pied Piper, so you call them, tried to put on the worm. If this person is so insistent on dressing animals in clothes that they shouldn't be wearing. Shouldn't is a strong word. X. I agree with Ciro. I think you'd look pretty good in a hat. I'm talking about the the rats. <laughs> and this is like the most passionate sentence <laughs> that I've ever said to you. <laughs> they have reached the end of their rope and they are upset about the rats. The end of their 50. <laughs> they have reached the end of their 50 feet of hempen rope. They don't have any more. <laughs> Um, Ciro is internally just trashing the um, clothing ideas that they had for Bog Dog. It's fine. They don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I do think they would like flutter over and get as in this rat's face as they can possibly stand <laughs> and just like, now listen. You're going to take us to your master, okay? I whistled, and you listened. Take us to your purse. God, I hate you so much. Just take us to where your home is, please. I want to get out of here. I think the, the rat, like, uh, does one of these on its little face. Blinks its big pitch black eyes. all right then i think we should just walk that way and just point like a head and just and just hope we come across something or someone you can probably check the doors as well there are a few doors on the side of here that these rats could have crawled into Mm, that's a good idea. All right. Uh, X, you said the ledge was pretty s- thin, right? So <clears throat> I'm going to hope it will hold me. And Stag's going to shuffle forward tentatively, ge- gingerly, carefully, tucking the rat back into her pack. Okay. Uh, and she's going to try shuffling toward the area where Baru suggested. Yeah, you're able to walk fine. It's just like you can't walk shoulder to shoulder next to each other. So it's not yeah. at this juncture anyway. So like a tightrope situation. Um, but yeah, do you all just follow, do single file? Yeah. All right. I think X would probably be in front because they can see further into the darkness. True. I'll Sounds good to me. Star behind Baru. And Baru would be at the, unless someone like wants to be at the back, Baru would be at the back with Star. All right. That, that makes it a zero sandwich. Uh, and I imagine uh, you and Jaysha are next to each other, Sierra. Yep. Got to keep the besties together. Um, okay, so that's your marching order. You are walking down uh, the rungs, essentially, of this waterway. Um, and you walk for quite a while before you get to a fork. And you look to the left, and it's dark. And you look to the right, um, and it is gently illuminated. And you see, uh, upon further inspection, that it is lit by thousands of candles of different uh, levels of melted. 
uh, that are just lining on the sides. Uh, There's some that are stuck to the walls with their own wax. Um, There are alcoves where it's almost like a little shrine uh, of candles. Uh, And the first door that you are able to come to, uh, which also looks very shoddily and makeshift put together uh, in one of these alcoves of the sewer, has a gigantic red X on it. And that's where we're going to end today's episode. (laughs) Though Shield's workshop is a large room, uh, and that's putting it lightly. It is a vacuous space, but it is completely cramped by the countless number of devices, mechanisms, constructs employed to automate as much of this area as possible. Navigating the stacks of historic scrolls and small automatons scurrying underfoot, one can eventually find their way back to Lochiel's desk. Lochiel herself can usually be found lounged behind it, dishing out quipped commands to her army of helpers with words, slight gestures, and even just a dart of her eyes. Baru, when Lachiel spots you, appearing from behind the walls of methodical chaos, she smiles and slowly adjusts her chair into a sitting position. Drac, I would love for you to add a physical characteristic of Lachiel's space that is always... Uh, when Baru thinks of Lochiel's workshop, this is one of the things that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, I think at the back of Lochiel's workshop, there's a huge, con- there's a huge machine. It's been unfinished. And I think every time Baru has asked about it, Lachiel has brushed it off. But it seems like some kind of vehicle one that there's nothing like it they've seen before and it's very clearly unfinished doesn't have anything that seems to allow it to it doesn't have any wheels doesn't seem to have any um doors it it just seems like a chassis of a never before seen vehicle and it's been for all the years that i've been allowed um to um hang around in professor lichel's workshop it hasn't been touched it's been cleaned i always see that bots come and dust it all off and rearrange anything that's might have um, been piled up because the show themselves are rather lazy and have their bots do everything for them. Um, it's been looked after but never improved or added onto. And it's always there. And every time I walk in, I can't help myself but gaze at it and wonder what was going through Professor Lachiel's head when he started, it, started on it and what went through their head when they stopped working on it yeah and i think maybe there is a lot of half finish projects in uh low shields workshop but this is this one commands a spotlight for you for some reason uh it has the most intrigue of the of the history and uh and the reasoning and yeah why because why not it seems to command spotlight but very clearly they're trying not to give it any spotlight. Like they put it right at the back. Right. So it seems counterintuitive. Yeah, it almost, it almost, <laughs> yeah. it almost counteracts the intention. Absolutely. 
you walk up and your gaze, as always, drifts over to the uh, the vehicle in progress. Uh, and Loshiel goes, Oh, young Barugash, thank you for responding to my summons. I know you're quite yeah. swamped with the end of semester grind, so I really appreciate you taking time to see me. No, any time, any time to honestly get to stay in your workshop. Uh, seeing that you've worked on more projects, do you need help with any of these? And like, I grab up one, just one contract that's probably like wandering around. Like, I can help out with improving any of this. I already have ideas for this specific bot. Last time I came around, they were trying to, I guess, move some of these objects, but they were a lot, it was too heavy for them. And I was thinking, I was looking into some of the um, essays Tense um, Tent had written before his passing. And I think if we really take into account Tense's, um, Tense's limit of length when it comes to the weave and how to comprehend it, we could probably use that to enhance for sort of a um, changed version of enhanceability for the constructs. It won't be temporary, it only work for maybe like maybe 10 to 20 minutes per day, but we could use it to either increase the agility, increase the strength, which is more important for this, um, and allow it to move stuff like boulders or debris or honestly just any of the contraptions that have fallen over. Well, as always, your insights are illuminating. Uh, she pushes something haphazardly across her desk and searches around for a pen and jots down some quick notes, uh, but then looks back up at you and goes, uh, but but no, that's not, that's not why we're meeting today. Perhaps you can come uh, through a different time to help me with such things, but I have a specific uh, topic in mind for today's uh, gathering. Uh, and then you see her turn to the um, turn to the side and she performs the sign language uh, for tea and a small teapot shaped construct pops into view uh, oh. out from under like a bunch of pages of something of scrolls uh, and then two bionic teacups waddle their way over uh, and slap themselves down on the on the wooden desk in front of the two of you um, and uh, Loshiel leans forward on uh, puts her hands together and leans forward uh, her chin on them as the tea uh, pours itself essentially tell me Baru, what are your thoughts on the impending ascension? Um, this is your third year. You could move on from things, but I know we've spoken about you staying on for our advanced program. Well, um, everyone seems to be excited about it. Um... I suppose people find it appealing, the idea of godhood. And and I suppose it's coming up soon. Um, is, is there anything specific you want from me? I haven't really looked, I haven't really looked into the ascension itself much. I haven't seen how it would pertain to my studies. Uh, and I think as you say that, Lucille stands up with her tea and, and takes a sip uh, under uh, moving her massive trunk to the side as she finds her lips uh, and then begins pacing around the desk uh, over to the side that you're on. You know, I don't know if I've ever said this directly, but you are one of my most brilliant students. Current, past, future, probably. And I just think... You have so much potential. 
beyond the confines of the material plane? What if the access to information was infinite? I think there's a moment of pause as you can see, like, Baru trying to, I think you can see it in the eyes, they're trying to, like, understand what they're implying, and then goes, oh, I, I mean, I, suppo I suppose. Think about it. What is the tenet of a good scientist examining every angle possible, right? Well, yeah. Asking questions. Yeah. Getting answers, questioning those answers. And who sees the biggest picture out of everyone? Oh, um, oh. Well, yes, I, I suppose that is true, but how would I be able to continue my research when I'm there? Well, you'd have access to powers that you'd never even considered. The resources would be at your beck and call. You need but ask. You could affect the very shape of the plane of Arcavios. Make a mountain if you want to. Cut through one to see what's inside. There's no rules for people, well, or deities. Hmm. I can only imagine that the possibilities are limitless. The question you should really be asking is what couldn't you do for your research? That is, it's, it's really enticing. But everyone that's ascended hasn't come back? What do you need to come back for? If you were well, to ascend, you would have everything that you needed. You could impart your wisdom in gigantic and mysterious ways. You wouldn't need to be here. And she pushes a, a giant elephantian finger against your forehead in this... Trivial corporeal form that breaks down and gives out, fades away. I think again, there's like pause. I I understand why people like the idea of that, and, and I'll never smirch or talk badly about those people or those ideals. But I, I personally, thinking about it, I, I don't see any benefits that outweigh the con. Um, no, and, and I'm going to have to dedicate time that I could be researching and working on different different constructs and products, and even stars specifically. And instead of doing that, I'll be preparing for the ascension. It, it just seems like a, a loss to me. Lucio sets down her, her teacup and 
leans forward on the desk next to you. We've been doing this a while, right? You and I? Yes. And what is one of the core values that I've taught you? The ebb and flow of chance. That there is no risk that isn't worth taking or the possibility of the unknown reward that comes with it. Because it could be anything. It could be your sister. And I think there's a, again, there's been a lot of senses, but I think this one was heavier for, for Baru. I think even snakes kind of react to this. A few of them kind of lull their heads. Um, one of them, I think, glares at um, Lucio when she says this. And... Um, Bari nods. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, if can I have access to your workshop if I do this? Of course. Just, just, just so the time isn't wasted preparing. There's no wasted time. The course you are on is completely overlapped with the course for ascension. You are, you are breaking new ground. You are discovering new things. You are pushing harder than 99% of your peers. There needs to be no course direct. We're talking about what happens once you're there. Which if you go for this, I have every faith in you that you will get it. power that can be yours need only be taken by you and not brushed aside and ignored and moved past our history is at the crossroads of technology and magic and godhood to ignore one of those things is to ignore one of the possibilities that could change everything. For you, for her, for all of us. What would you do for your peers, for your family, for the people of Arcavios if you had the power to do anything? Bari's looking down at their hands when when Professor Lashio is saying this and 
I think at some point in this conversation, especially after um, their sister was brought up, they've pulled out the the modified sending stone, the one that looks but the one that's like almost diamond crystal clear, and they're tracing the thumb around it, and they just say, um, for my family, for my sister, I'll do anything. I think at this point, she's like, she's like swiveled your chair towards her and she has both of her massive hands on your shoulders. Not in a, not in a hard way, in a gentle way. Yeah. Uh, and looking into your eyes and she's going in, in the blood age, we used power to conquer, to kill. And now in this age of enlightenment, we use it to learn and grow and rapidly in the course of history, it has been but a, a stone in a pond, a small ripple in what is the existence of this universe as we know it. Who knows what the next chapter will be? And the next chapter is, is it here? We are building beyond it. And we need someone capable of writing us into that new chapter. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I I understand. Um, Magic and technology, combining the two is the obvious step. Combining those with godhood is the obvious next. She gives you a, a, a light slap on the shoulder and is like, I knew you'd be the right choice for this. Thank you. I'm putting all my weight behind you, Baru. I hope I don't disappoint. You will not. I know it. And that's where we'll end our bonus scene. <laughs> uh, and let's go back to everybody. <laughs> I just saw everyone's faces. <laughs> um, let's do outros. Uh, Connie, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and the stuff? It's your favorite rap boy, Connie. Uh, hot rap <laughs> winter. Uh, Connie Chong. You can find me. My brother, they can she. You can find me all across the internet at by Connie Chong. B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-C-H-A-N-G. Twitter, uh, Tumblr, TikTok. Find me there making stuff. Uh, I, when I'm not busy being everyone's most emotionally troubled, hot, handsome, muscular, butch woman, uh, Mr. Goak, Stags, Will Graves, right here on Higher Ed. I am the GM and creative producer of Transplaner RPG, which is an odd transgender POC-led dark fantasy D&D series set in an original non-colonial anti-Orientalist world where a bunch of sad, angry queers must face 
the end of the world. Uh, so if that's interesting to you, tune in Saturdays. That's today um, at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. So get your higher ed transplayer double header in tonight, folks, um, because the grand finale of one of our two parties for Arc 7 is tonight. And they're facing off against a gaslight gatekeep girl boss called Lilith in her garden. Uh, if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what would. She is hot as hell and our PCs are not prepared. Um that's me. I'm going to pass along introductions over to Liv. Hi, my name's Liv, and I'm here to tell you that Lilith is just my type for real. Oh, she's so bad. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I am Liv. You can find me online at Liv in a Day. Um, we are over on Hive. We are building up Tumblr. If I keep saying it, eventually I have to do it. Um, and I'm also on Twitter um, until... Until the day comes. But you can also see me here hanging out with a video on Saturdays. Or if you wanted to see me in another Strix game, it's kind of the thing I do. Uh, Strix, you just had its finale last night. And I'm so excited and so proud to say that I... am not the villain. I really thought that I was going to... I truly thought for months now <laughs> for months now that the entire community was going to turn on me because of what i did in the finale and then lexi was like let me be worse <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that's it that's that is your that's uh your teaser yeah go watch it we'll be <laughs> uploading the finale on youtube in the next few days otherwise oh god it's a bunch of finales on monday uh, under the table is going to have our season finale for season three where we've been playing a family in a post-apocalyptic western world um where the sun has been eaten by a snake and now we are finally doing our finale for that too so it's just it's just the time it's just the time for finales we're finally back in it and uh that's what i've got for the most part hear my voice over on super idols rpg wherever you get your podcast from thank you Thank you. C? Hi, that's me. I'm C. Worm. Uh, hi, my name is C. You can find me making very transparent worm. gay art on the internet. Worm. Uh, you can find me. Worm. Worm, worm, worm. Uh, you can find me making very transparent gay art on the internet at Pie Sharp Art. Or you can find me on Hive at C Plays. Will I eventually do a rebrand? C Plays TTRPGs? Maybe. I don't know. Um, but you can find me there uh, on the Hive. That's what it's called. Yeah, I almost forgot. Um, and you can also find me if you liked what I did here tonight. You'll like what I do other places. Uh, you'll be able to find me every other Saturday over on Transplaner RPG. Uh, but now that we're going, we're almost to Arc 8, which means we're almost to Finale, which means we're almost to Endgame, which means you should catch up on our podcast or our written recap document or tune in on Saturdays, like Connie said. Um, because who boy, you can find me over there on Saturdays at 8 p.m. You can find me here playing X. Uh, earlier on Saturdays, you can also find me on every other Monday over on uh, Exquisite Corpse CTRPG playing Eindride, uh, God of the Lost and Betrayed. Uh, you can also find me on Thursdays playing basically the worst person alive, uh, Eden on the Mythic Initiative. Um, they're my little monster. Uh, and I'm in a bunch of other things right now. So check out uh, my socials to know where I am at at any given time to see what I'm up to. Um, I'll be in a one shot on Stella's channel on Saturday night, uh, next week, uh, with Jack as well. I think, yes, it is next week. 
Um, but otherwise, this has been me today. Trek, now it's you today. Three. <laughs> yes, you reminded me of things. Worm. Hi, I'm Jack or Draconics. So you can find me on Twitter at Draconics, D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-E-S. I'm a teacher PE performer, writer, producer, anything, everything that is teacher PE related. I'm trying to get my my grubby little mitts on. Um, you can find me over uh, every other Monday on Exquisite Courts Presents with C in a very messy game of Divine Intervention, a D&D campaign where we're all gods. Um, I play Kronos, the god of time. Um, you can find me uh where else where else am i oh actually no uh I, we had this season finale of kingmakers on tuesday's everyone table story gonna be coming back in january on january 10th but we left off on one hell of a cliffhanger uh, i definitely there was we ended off with me as the villain of that episode for sure um we we did anyway like this is the finale right this has to be the finale we can't we need to leave, make this the finale so yeah that was fun so if you want to catch up Follow Table Story on um, YouTube or watch the VODs on Twitch and catch up on Kingmakers. It's very messy. Um, today at, I'm looking at it now, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific over on that D'Angelo, that underscore D'Angelo, I'm going to be in a um, Vampire the Masquerade one shot with some incredible people like Stella, that D'Angelo, Rockets and Pens, and Oak Katrina. I'm very excited. My character is going to be a mess. Um, and what else? Keep an eye out on my Twitter Hive, Tumblr, whatever, because I have things prepared to come out on the December the 6th. So keep an eye out with that. Mm-hmm. And that's it from me. Um, who do I, has everyone gone? Vanna? Hi, Liv, Vanna. Liv, Liv yeah. went, yeah. <laughs> Liv, you want to go again? Um, I, yes. <laughs> Too bad. I'm, I'm taking time worm. to say worm. 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 That's worm. it. I, I hold my peace. Worm. Uh, and what? I'm Vanna. Yes, I've been your. Oh yeah, please follow Hamna. Yeah, so we've got the um, exclamation point cast command in the chat. Go follow everyone's twitters, and then you can find easily where all else they're going to pop up. And you want to trust me? If we haven't shown you that during this episode, um, let me just reassure you. Um, but yes, I've been Vanna, and I continue to be, unfortunately. Uh, and you can find me here at twitchtv Vanna, V-A-N-A, where I stream full time. Um, and, uh, tune back in next month, (laughs) next week. (laughs) Y'all, I'm tired. We're taking, (laughs) taking a month off. Tune in next week, Saturday, 3 p.m. ET for episode four. You can catch up on our previous episodes in the VODs here on Twitch, over on YouTube, over on anywhere you get your podcasts, except the Google store, for some reason, will not have us. (laughs) Um... And uh, we're going to go read a friend, just drop some uh, good vibes and hearts and hypes in the chat. And it's uh, it's their birthday. So um, give them money. <laughs> and we will see y'all next 